What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for episode 26 of Hit the Books Podcast. We got a guest this week, a lot of good stuff coming up NHL, NBA, MLB, the whole nine yards. We're ready for it. Let's jump right into it with the boys. First, we're going to introduce our guest, Justin. What's going on, my man? What's going on, boys? The boys are buzzing. I have a few blue moons here. I already did my leg swings and my wall squats in the hallway. We're ready to roll. Love the enthusiasm there, brother. Let's take it over to the boys, Huff and Mackie. Huff, take it away, brother. Yeah, what's going on, everyone? Uh, excited to be back another week. We, uh, as Jesse just said, that we have a guest joining us this week, our buddy Justin, going to talk some NHL. Definitely have a lot of NFL free agency that we're going to get into. And as we've been talking about for weeks, the big tournament, everyone's favorite sporting event, March Madness, starting up tomorrow, Thursday, March 17th. So definitely going to get into some March Madness talk today. Got a lot of plays this week, and um, definitely best of luck to everyone in March, but definitely excited for March Madness coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, how about you, Mackie? What's been going on with you? Yeah, boys, missed last week, but, you know, we got a busy week to make up for it this week. You know, started March Madness, biggest tournament of the year, so lots to talk about. You boys said it good. March Madness on the slate. Tom Brady, a lot of free agency going on in the NFL. Spring trainings at full swing. Uh, some gambling news. NHL, NBA. We got it all. Let's jump right into it. NFL, lots going on. Tom Brady is back, stealing the thunder from Selection Sunday, back with the Buccaneers for another year. What do we got, boys? We all, I mean, I don't know if we all saw this coming, but this is definitely something that I saw coming. Uh, I don't know if I'm correct. I believe I said previous podcast I thought he'd be playing for the 49ers and obviously that um, that still could happen technically because obviously it would have to happen via trade he comes out of retirement uh, his retirement lasted what 40 days so uh, I loved all the memes about the Tom Tom Brady went home and spent 40 days with his family and said yeah I'll run this shit back or some shit it was so funny but yeah I definitely think that obviously changes the trajectory of this this Tampa Bay team and uh, you start to see all the dominoes fall behind Brady, and as they continue to re-sign in Tampa Bay and continue to try to rebuild this team to make one more run, as as we all know, they lost in the divisional round last year to the uh, eventual Super Bowl champion LA Rams. Uh, after having that terrible start and giving them up that early deficit, the late comeback wasn't enough for the final field goal by the Rams, but... I don't know how you guys feel about this one, but I think I think this is pretty big. I think Brady coming back determined. He said he wanted to play till he's forty-five, so uh, he's definitely doing that now. He he will he'll be turning forty-five this year, so I'm excited to see Brady run this back one more time. I, I think Tampa Bay has the has the guns to get it done this year. I don't know about you guys, like it's just how I'm feeling. I th I think Tampa Bay definitely, if the free agents continue to roll in, as we know Brady likes to bring them in, but. I think Tampa Bay could have a nice year as that NFC South continues to get worse and worse. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're bringing in the best quarterback of all time. It's going to make the make the team a lot better. They also weren't really sure what they were going to do at the quarterback position. So, I mean, that's all they really needed again. But, um, yeah, you, you were saying that we all saw him coming out of retirement. Yeah, that's true. But I thought he would at least take a season off and, like, see what he's missing before he just decides to, you know, call it back, call it back on the state, like literally a month after he calls it like a retirement. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a good move. I thought it was going to happen in a year or two, but 
what better time than now, right? I mean, I feel like I feel like at his age, obviously the being 44, 45 years old, I don't know his exact age. I know he is up there though. He's 44, I think. Coming back for his 23rd season, so he skips a year or two. Uh, I don't think there is coming back. You know what I'm saying? And that's no disrespect to him, obviously, being the player that he is. But at that age, you take a year or two off when you're 45, 46, and you just took a year off from the NFL and you try to come back. Those hits, those hits are hitting twice as hard. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, a retirement for the greatest player of all time and then an unretirement 40 days later, I don't think we – I didn't see that coming at least. Yeah, I'm just happy now the, the Canton tickets for Big Ben in five years just got a hell of a lot cheaper. I feel like he was waiting for that for his uh, last football t- touchdown to be thrown or to be uh, bought. Literally the day after it's bought, he, he announces he's coming out of retirement. Dude, someone's got to hook that dude up, right? <laughs> no, you, you just fucking take your He's, losses, man. They, Brady's got to give him season tickets or something. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Yeah, like, come on. You, dude, would he spend 518000 I mean, you're an idiot for spending that much money on a fucking football. But, like... I mean, it's, it's he, he bought it for 518000 Think about it, 20 years, and he can sell it for $3 million. Yeah, but, like, it's a football. Well, now it's useless. <laughs> now it's literally worthless. Now it's just like any other touchdown ball that Brady's thrown. It's a $15 ball now. Yeah, it's just like any other sit one of those 600-some balls, touchdown balls that he's thrown in the end zone. Some of them are maybe a little more deflated than others. No pun intended. <laughs> All right, other good news in the free agency. Chris Godwin signing with the Bucks, re-signing with the Bucks rather. Mitch Trubinsky to Steelers, two years, $14.25 million over the two years. You guys think that's better, worse, or the same as Mason Rudolph? I think that's a good situation for where the Steelers got uh, Trubisky at. I think this is a low-risk, high-reward situation for the Steelers team, obviously. Uh, with Big Ben retiring, as I just said a, a minute ago, I think Trubisky getting him, uh, you knew the money wasn't going to be cheap. What did you say the deal was? Two years. How much money? $14.25 million over the two years. Uh, $27 million possible with incentives. Yeah. I mean, you knew the, you knew the deal wasn't going to be cheap for the going rate for a starting quarterback in the NFL right now. I heard today Matt Ryan's the, uh, the, tenth, uh, the tenth highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and he makes $30 million, so... Going great for a, a elite quarterback in the NFL is going to cost you a pretty penny. So, I mean, obviously Trubisky's resume is what it is. A loss in the playoffs the other year against um, the Saints, or I think it was a year or two years ago, two years ago, uh, when he was still with Chicago. Obviously last year he was the backup to Buffalo. I'm excited. I think it's a better situation than what I had anticipated for this season with Mason Rudolph in, but I don't know, Justin. You you're you're a Steeler guy. You got any insight on this? You excited to see a guy like Mitch Trubisky in in a Steelers uniform? Uh, for sure. I honestly didn't expect Mitch Trubisky out of everybody. Um, gives Rudolph some friendly competition. Maybe he'll step it up and even have a chance to start too. That's the biggest thing. I like the competition aspect of it, especially you bring Haskins into that. We really have three quarterbacks. Right. Obviously, we have our tier, the tiers of you know Trubisky's the one. Rudolph's the two and Haskins is the three, but I think they can be competing on any given day. So you're not going to be seeing those videos of Ben joking around in practice where, you know what I mean, chucking pads around. It's going to be a, a definite quarterback battle, I think. I agree yeah. with you on that. 
a lot of people are jumping the gun too, saying, oh, he sucks. Like, first off, he had a year behind Allen to watch him perform, to learn from him. And I just think that's definitely going to benefit him in the long run. And then he was on the Bears too, which wasn't a really good team. I think he's definitely a good addition for the Steelers, and I'd give the guy a chance for sure. Love that. Rattle through some of these other free agencies in the NFL, free agency pickups in the NFL. Deshaun Watson met with Panthers, Saints, now meet with the Browns, met with them on Tuesday. A few teams have interest in him despite his recent allegations. Chandler Jones signing with the Raiders, three years, $52.5 million. Uh, Randy Gregory backs out of the deal with the Cowboys, signs the same deal with the Broncos, five years, 70 mil. Julio Jones got cut by the Titans. Von Miller to the Bills, six years, 120 million. Godwin resigns with the Bucks, said that one. Christian Kirk deal with the Jags, four years, 72 million. TJ Zuma to the Jets after losing the Super Bowl with the Bengals. Uh, Andrew Whit- Whitworth of the Rams retired after 16 seasons after winning the Super Bowl. Uh, Russell Gage to the Bucks. JC Jackson, the Chargers, five years. 82 and a half million. A lot of stuff coming down the wire. Let's talk about CJ Uzuma going from a Super Bowl to the Jets. Dude, I was, I was saying that the minute right before you hopped on. It, it happens every year. I feel like a, a guy from the team that loses the Super Bowl gets way overpaid to go to the Jets, Lions, some really shitty team. I mean, that's just brutal. You got Joe Burrow as a quarterback for a full year. You know, he lights it up, and then you got to go to. Zach Wilson, overrated Zach Wilson. Zach Attack, you're not a Zach fan? No, nah, not at all, especially <laughs> being not, from New York. <laughs> I'm not even, I just wanted to say that. Guy's brutal. What is he, like 5'10"? <laughs> Max. A buck 50. Yeah, in the NFL. Hey, what do you boys think of the Christian Kirk deal? I know I had him in fantasy as like a flex starter there. He put up some points. I think he can do some damage with the Jags. I think he's pretty good. It's a good addition for the Jags, but that's not what they need. They need they need linemen. They need D-line and O-line. They need someone to protect Trevor Lawrence. I mean, there's a lot more that they need than wide receivers. I think the Jags' plan right now, I mean, obviously, who knows if there's much of a plan with that trash franchise, but I think if I had a plan right now with them, it would be draft the linemen, get young linemen, and sign the big money veteran skill players. But that's kind of, you know, obviously you don't want hothead receivers kind of, you know, bitching at your young quarterback that he's not getting the ball because he doesn't have protection. But that's a scenario that's been was going on in Jacksonville. Obviously, where'd Marvin Jones end up? I have no idea. I know they have like who's that one guy, Chenault Jr. Yeah, he's he's, he's pretty good. They drafted he's good. Him. He was where Colorado he went. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I think he went to Colorado, but I don't know. Yeah, that mu- I just feel like the money he got was crazy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, like I'm not uh, paying. I'm not paying that for Christian Kirk. Who? Who yeah, would you? What did you get? What was his deal again? Uh, four years, seventy-two mil. Oh my god! That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, if he's worth that, here. If he's worth that, is Juju worth three years? Would you say four years, seventy-two million? Like eighteen a year. I was gonna say, would you give Juju that for three, three years, twenty million? Uh, that's that's tough. I mean, yeah, I, Juju, I like 
Two years worth seven million. Three, three year, no, three years, sixty million dollars, twenty. No, million no shot. Yeah, no shot. That's basically like the new money for receivers. Yeah, but Christian Kirk doesn't doesn't. We don't think he deserves that. Yeah, the Jags are just throwing money around because they don't know what to do with it. We'll see if it works out for him. Okay, what do you think? Your what do you think of Gregory backing out of the deal on your Dallas Cowboys? I don't know. I don't. Even, I, I don't know. We like. I think he. Um. I think he just screwed us. I think he like told us that we were, that he was going to sign, and then he takes it basically the same exact deal. It was the same deal. Whatever. He's he he's a good player, but he's a he's a hothead. Yeah, Gregory backing out of the deal to take the same money. You got to think there's something more than just the money there. Obviously, taking a the same deal to move, but or he just sees the better potential in Russ and the situation right now in Denver better than obviously Dallas. But yeah, but that's a that's a tough division, man. That's three that's three teams that can really win that division. You know, you got Pat Mahomes in that division, so obviously it's you're probably not going to win that division even with. Us, so what's, cr- I mean, what's crazy to me is how good that division's getting, and the Chiefs are doing nothing. Yeah, well, they're. I think they're still on top of that division. Yeah, they don't really need to do a whole lot of maintenance with their team. I don't think they're going to be dominant no matter what. If I was the Chiefs, you just draft. I wouldn't even draft an offensive position this year. Yeah, why would you? Yeah, I would just load it. They need linebackers, and they need like. Tyron Matthews good, but I, I don't know. They're defensive backs. I feel like they're one thing. De- I can't remember his name. I feel like he always got burnt. Their second defensive back. But I mean, obviously every team has its holes. But J.C. Jackson going to the L.A. Chargers. You know, talking about how much better this division's getting in the A.F.C. West with Khalil Mack. We've said, or I said last week, Mackie. Obviously, you weren't here. I was talking about that. But this L.A. Chargers team is really going all in for this 2022 season. Uh, with the former well, rookie, rookie of the year, Justin Herbert, uh, do you guys have any faith in this Chargers team, knowing how tough this division's going to be? Yeah, I, I definitely do. I mean, this team, to begin with, was a really good team. They were definitely a playoff team that didn't make the playoffs. And, you know, in that division, they know they need to keep up to date to compete. So, you know, they're making moves. This team's going to be really good next year. I also think Justin Herbert's an elite quarterback, especially going into, what, his third year now? He's the same year as Burrow. Yeah, so he's going to win his third year. I think he's going to show out this year. This Chargers team should definitely be a playoff team next year. Definitely think the Chargers are going to pick it up this year. Definitely put up a fight. You said it yourself, Huff. That division is just getting better because of the Chargers. They're pumping into that team for sure. Obviously Denver, too, and the addition of Chandler Jones on the defensive side of the ball for the Raiders, too. The pass rush great. The game in the AFC West is going to be crazy this next season. Gregory on the Broncos, Chubb on the Broncos, and then you go to L.A., Khalil Mack and Osa. Raiders, they just cut Nassib, but they still have Max Crosby, and now they bring in Chandler Jones. The Chiefs, obviously, they have Chris Jones. Tyron Matthew, the defense is crazy in the AFC West for how big name all these offensives are. Gonna be a fun year of football. I'm ready for it. Can't wait. Alrighty. Real quick, just some MLB spring training. All the spring training games start. Well, today, when you're listening to this, Thursday, March 17th, four games on Thursday, 14 on Friday, and 14 on Saturday. It's in full swing. 
time to get through this, get some regular season under our belt. I'm excited for the baseball season as well. How about you guys? Yeah, I always love going to a bunch of games. It's definitely a great way to spend a night and watch a good MLB game. But a lot of great movement going around in the MLB offseason as well. Donaldson ends up in the pinstripes with the Yankees. Definitely a lot of other big moves going around. Mackie, have you paid too much attention to the, the MLB offseason moves yet? Honestly, not really. I just know Mets got, or the Mets got that one-two punch with uh, Scherzer and DeGrom. Yankees lineup is just absolutely stacked next year. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, they'll find a way to, like, get injured or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Judge, judge will strike out, and, yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah, how about them Buccos? How are they looking this year? I haven't, I haven't been paying too much attention. I got up a headline today to, to the Pirates on someone, and, like, I actually got excited. There was going to be someone I knew, and I didn't even know who the guy was. So I was like, and there's another year of that. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge MLB guy, but you always hate seeing a sport, like, halted like that. So it's good to see everything getting back in the swing of things there. So Yeah, I'm excited to see it get back going. I think we have a, a good MLB season in front of us, and obviously us being Pirate fans, I, I don't think we have too much to expect, but that's kind of given with the situation that we're in, but that's a whole other story. So, Aki, I'm definitely rooting for your Mets this year. That, Like you said, the one-two punch at the Grom Scherzer – addition to Scherzer, uh, the Mets going out and spending the big money to bring him in. So I think the Mets, I actually have a future on the Mets to, to win their division in a future, one of my futures parlays. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I still don't trust him. You know, the, the, the Braves are going to be sick this year. So mm-hmm. what would you get those odds at for the division? Division plus 160. That's it? Yeah. Or we had the best odds or no? No. Braves uh, the, oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I thought you meant in the parlay. I was gonna say, yeah, they were the favorite. Braves right behind them at like one ninety something. Wow, I'm surprised we're favorites. It's the it's the pitching. Yeah, well, the bats got to go too. Mets always they, they blow it every year, man. I don't. I never even get excited anymore. Alrighty, in gambling news. Westgate Sportsbook of Las Vegas, Nevada calls for an investigation of insider information regarding Tom Brady's unretirement. There were significant bets placed last Thursday on the Buccaneers to win the NFC at 30 to 1 odds and to win the Super Bowl at 60 to 1 odds. 60 to 1? Yeah, they got him at 60 to 1. They're 10 to 1 now. Really? Plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl on, on MGM. Wow. So, yeah, so them and then South Point's sports book also in Vegas. I believe it's just an online one. Had a similar issue on Thursday with the same stuff. Uh, they explained, the, both the sports book explained that they were not small bets and they weren't just your regular old fan bettors. They were serious bettors, educated, and they think that actually something's going on. But who knows? Take it as you think. But I think something might come of it. I think it's interesting. Yeah, but then you got to assume that Tom Brady's like in on it too. No, someone knew. Or his yeah. agent, or like a close friend, or something. Right. Yeah, someone, someone's on the line. If this is true. Very interesting. Or someone just made a good prediction. Yeah, you ever heard of a good bet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes the other way. Nobody thinks. Sports books are just mad because they're going to lose a little cash. Yeah. Just mad they figured out a way to you know 
get scare him a little bit. Poke the bear. Another quick one. NBA fines the Brooklyn Nets for letting Kyrie Irving go in the locker room postgame, violating COVID-19 protocols. He's now no longer allowed to attend the home games since he violated these protocols. He went on the court after the game like he was on the bench. He wasn't a fan at all. He just acted like he was coming off the bench. I mean, that was the whole point of it, right? Like, he can't sit on, he can't sit on the bench. Like, he can't be a part of the team. So, I mean, the, the suspension makes sense. I'm not saying the rules make sense. Like, he should obviously be able to play, but he did exactly what they told him he can't do. Sounds about right. NHL trade deadline is approaching March 21st here. Do we see any uh, big trades coming down the wire? I know there were rumors floating around of Marc-Andre Fleury heading to uh, Colorado from Chicago, but I don't think that's happening anymore. Not sure what else is happening. You guys hearing about anything? Not, not anything in particular that really crossed my mind. Um, just from a Pens fan, I just have a few things to bring up. First off, I think we're getting rid of Kapanen. He's, so he's good. I, I, I'd like to keep him. Like he's just not having a great season, but I think he provides a decent bit of value to uh, get another like top six forward. He's just having a rough season, and I, I don't know if I read this wrong or what, but I think he was a healthy scratch against Vegas Friday. I don't know if he was sick or if that was him being a healthy scratch. I'm not sure. Another guy that we I would like to get rid of at least would be Marcus Pedersen. He's just a weak defenseman, in my opinion. Um, I think we can maybe get a draft pick or two out of him or maybe another defenseman comparable. Just kind of shuffle up some things in our lineup, even though we're boys are buzzing. But I think we can make some changes here at the, at the deadline and get some things going. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people would agree. Uh, Penguins fans, obviously, especially looking at the season the captains had, uh, having the high hopes for him. Uh, when we brought him back, coming from Toronto, we all had high hopes for him, expecting him to be this big goal scorer. I mean, he kind of hasn't really delivered since he's gotten here, and seeing just the basic fundamental um, errors that he's having in his game right now. Like, I watched a Penguin game last night, and, I mean, this, the puck's just bouncing over his stick. Just things aren't going his way right now, and uh, I think the best scenario for a guy like that in this, that kind of situation, it's, it's shown that it's worked as a change of scenery, and it can work for both teams. So I think the Penguins can find a, tra a potential landing spot for, for Kapanen, and I think they do have to jump on it. And looking at what you said about Pedersen being the weak link on the Penguins' defensive side, I agree, but uh, I've been looking. Are, are they ever going to call up uh, P.O. Joseph? I've been waiting on him for a couple of years, I think. He's, I've heard, you know, he's developing, developing, but who knows how long, you know, the NHL has their, how long they like these guys to play juniors and the minors for, so um, who knows. I mean, how trade Pedersen, give us some draft picks and call up P.O. Joseph. I think that's the right move there, honestly. I just think Pedersen makes too many dumb mistakes, and I've seen it in the past year or two uh, with him. I think we can definitely benefit maybe drafting some young guys. Uh, next year or the year after that for him. Do you think anyone else off the, on the trade block here from the Benz? I, I'm not really seeing anyone else, in my opinion. Maybe Aston Reese, but who, who knows? I think, yeah, you know, you said Aston, you mentioned Aston Reese's name. I, I'm not too big of a fan of his. And another guy that I'm not really too sure why he gets so much playing time is Simone. He just continues to kind of turned me away from his style of play and I'm just not too big a fan of his so but other than that 
Uh, you said that the team's doing good. We're winning the games that we need to. I think we just need to keep that going, and we do have a shot at this division. It's just going to be tough to compete with Carolina. But you know, looking ahead at the playoffs, I do like I do like this team to go to go far. A very that is depending a lot on Jari's you know performance in these playoffs. But it's a it's a huge if. We all know that. For sure, our our division's unreal though. Absolutely. Yeah, being a Rangers fan, we're basically in the same same boat as you guys. I think either of us are, are going to catch the Hurricanes, but no. you know, making sure that Wa- that Washington doesn't catch either one of us. Saying it's in the, the biggest, yeah, I was going to say we got to make sure we don't get a wild card spot because then we're either going up against the Panthers or we're going up against Carolina, and that's not a spot you want to be in in the first round. We're going to end up playing each other, Mackie. No, because the two seed in our division plays the three seed in the in um. In like Tampa's division, and then the three like it's gonna be us versus either uh, the Lightning or Toronto, and you guys versus obviously Lightning or Toronto. Oh, I didn't know that. And, and the one seeds play the wild cards. Oh, oh yeah, no, you're right. So you're not playing like the same division; you're playing the opposite division at least. Okay. It's interesting. Hey, you, I didn't know that. You guys saw that uh, trade, right? The Rangers. They got for Frank for Toronto, yeah. Frank for Toronto, he's great. T- I saw today a potential landing spot or a potential trade we could see is Patrick Kane to the Rangers. Oh no way! What? That'd be God. huge for us, dude. We should go all in right now. I mean, we have the team for it. You got you like you have the goalie who's playing his best year of hockey. I mean, you can't anticipate he's gonna have another year like this, even though like, you hope for it. But like, guy's playing out of his mind. You just go all in right now. We haven't won a cup in. 30 years. Yeah. It's, I heard that a couple times today, actually. People talking about Patrick Kane to the to the New York Rangers. Damn, I didn't see anything about that, but that would be wild. I can't picture him in a different jersey than a Blackhawks jersey. Yeah. I mean, dude, they should offer him the money because they have it. What would be a trade? Oh, you'd have to, right? Yeah. It's trade deadline week. Yeah. Jesse, what do you think? What would you what, what, what do you what would you think of the Rangers if they got Patrick Kane? It would be an insane addition for the Rangers. I kind of feel like I've seen a ton of rumors about the Blackhawks getting like trying to make trades, and it doesn't look like they're trying to make good trades. It looks like they're trying to clear house a little bit, like get rid of Flurry, get rid of Patrick Kane. Like that's two probably definitely higher people on their payroll. Um. That's really well, you know, that's a team that's pretty much out of the playoffs this year. They don't really have much hope at this point. Totally agree with that. If Patrick Kane, I, I agree with you, Justin. If Patrick Kane leaves the Blackhawks, it's going to be tough to see him in any jersey other than a Blackhawks jersey. 100%. What are you boys thinking about the West? Who are your top teams in there? I don't know. I'd like to see JT Miller in a Penguins jersey. Oh, that'd, that'd be pretty nice. I'd give, I'd give, I'd take. They can have literally almost whatever they want, except Gensel, Crosby, Malkin, and Rust. Yeah, I mean, Capitan. I'm, I'm like, for getting rid of Capitan. I think he was good. We had some decent use out of him, but I'm, I'm down to get rid of him. He's some value to get a player like JT Miller for sure. I'd love, to, I'd love if we got JT Miller. I think we get a lot of value for Capitan. Dude, his stock is so low right now. He's not doing good. 
I agree. I just feel like some team will like the young end and take them and not give us junk back. All right. Now that we got Justin on the podcast, we're going to definitely take a look back at some of these new updated futures odds for the, the NHL Stanley Cup final. Justin, I want to get your insight on the teams that you're looking at. Maybe some teams that you see some value in to win the cup, maybe a conference or a divisional winner bet. I'll, I'll go off and read a couple of the, the Stanley Cup finals odds for you. And of course, we got the Colorado Avalanche coming in as the favorite at plus 400. Florida Panthers right behind them at plus 700. The Tampa Bay Lightning at plus 800. The Calgary Flames plus 900. And the Carolina Hurricanes are plus 1,000 to round out the top five. Justin, I know you got the odds pulled up in front of you. Uh, any teams that are jumping off the page at you necessarily or a couple teams you have your eyes on, maybe that you're liking the odds on, you see some value behind them? Oh, for certain. I got about three teams I got my eye on this year. Uh, first and foremost, I'm riding with the Florida Panthers. They're, they're honestly stacked. Uh, they just made a trade for Ben Chariot, and that's definitely going to add to their defense for sure. They're just, they're honestly just a wagon. They just beat the hell out of teams. Um, that's definitely my favorite. Even as a Pens fan, I, I like the Pens, but I, I'm going to have to ride with the Hurricanes for our division. Again, another wagon with Tretznikov, Ajo, um, even their back end with like Slavin, that new Ethan Bear from the Oilers. Definitely like them for sure, too. And then my third team is my second favorite team for sure. It's, it's the Oilers. I, I'm always riding with the Oilers. And yes, I was an Oilers fan way before McDavid. Ever since Nugent Hopkins got drafted, that, that was my team. I'll defend you on that. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know about a cup contender, but I think they're going to have a run for sure this year. I, they're on a little slump right now going kind of up and down, but I think towards the end of the year they're going to pick it up here and be a, a real good chance at uh, they're plus 3,000. Yeah. So that that'd be a good one to take on there. They're so streaky, but that's the thing. If they catch on a hot streak in the playoffs, obviously they could be one of the better teams in the NHL. We know they got two of the best players in the NHL. The Oilers, thirty to one. I definitely think those are great odds for them. But um, I don't know if this team's ready to win a cup with the goaltending situation that they're in. I do like Florida and Carolina, the two teams that you said seven hundred and plus one thousand. I don't know what Florida opened up preseason at, but I can't imagine they were too far behind the top top two, if not third. Calgary definitely jumped up. I love Calgary. I think them at plus 900 is a steal. I think they should be 700 with the Panthers. That team is so good, and they're so well-rounded. Markstrom's having a sick year in net. You know, Kachuk's playing out of his mind. Manjiapani, all these guys are just playing... Unreal hockey right now. I used to like I used to like Sam Bennett a lot for them. Now he's a Panther. I also like uh, what's his name, Sean Monahan. Holy too, that absolute steal. That dude, that dude's that dude's a beast. That's huge addition for Calgary too. And they they're beating the hell out of Edmonton too. It's not a great sight on my end here, but they're a wagon as well. Yeah, the Battle of Alberta. It's really one-sided this year. Mm -hmm. Jesse, who are you liking out of those odds? Any of the, anyone? I know you have a future on the Penguins, but... Um, I do have a future on the Penguins, but 
there's definitely some value in teams like the Florida Panthers. I don't see the Avalanche winning. I think I said that on the last time we talked about this. I do not see the Avalanche winning the Cup. The Panthers are definitely a good contender. Do you see the Avalanche getting to the Cup? Yes. I think if they get there, they win it, to be honest. I do see the Avalanche getting to the Cup. Mackie, I can't disagree with what you're saying, but I don't know if I see him winning. Like, it's so hard gonna, to see them win. They're going to have no home way. ice over whoever they play. Right. East or, obviously, anyone in the West. So it's going to be not an easy route, but they got the home ice. And they don't really lose at home. But when they do... But, you know, playoff hockey, playoff hockey is just different hockey, man. But when they do, I have their puck line, and they let the fucking Coyotes come in and win 2-1. In a shootout. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Justin, anyone else? Anyone else you're liking? Like, um, we can kind of move on some of these. I, I, I always forget that these odds are on here. We never really kind of talked about this. Some of them are kind of heavily favorited now, but some of the season reward or season awards for the the NHL individual players. Obviously, the Rocket Richard Matthews is being the heavy favorite right now at minus seven hundred. Uh, I remember a couple weeks back I looked at this and you could have got him or Drysaitel both at plus I think it was 175 and I really liked Matthews I wish I jumped on it but some about a future at plus 175 like you just have to put like such a I feel like it's like not worth just putting like 50 bucks on that to win 50 bucks in you know like four months like yeah it'd be nice in four months when it hits but it's like I'd rather place that bet, place that fifty bucks on a bet that you know a cup or a game that's happening that night. But that's just me. I, I got an underdog for the Rocket Richard Trophy. You um, think there's a comeback right now with the Matthews lead that he has on the season right now? I do, I do. I'm gonna throw it out there. It's a little bit of a gamble, but Kyle Connor on Winnipeg, he's 38 goals in 61 games, um, 72 points in 61 games. That dude's on fire. Uh, if he keeps it up, I can see him maybe passing Matthews and see him maybe going on a little bit of a dry streak. But M- Matthews is nasty, though. It, it's going to be very, very weird if he does go on a like a dry streak right, like that. But Kyle Connor's up there. He's keeping his pace up. What do you guys think of that outdoor game that we had last week or these past couple of days with Buffalo and Toronto? Yeah, Buffalo going up to Toronto, playing at that uh, soccer Canadian football stadium, whatever it was. Um, what do you guys think of that game? I actually had the Sabres money line in that game. I had nice. Yeah, I had a feeling Sabres were going to win that game. I mean, I didn't enter the balls to put money on them, but obviously they won 5-2. Matthews obviously found the back in the net in that one too, but, you know, Sabres, Sabres got to play. Sabres are a nice young team. You know, Dylan Cozens. He's a good, uh, he's a good leader for that team. I like Tuck, the guy I like got from Vegas. Yeah, is that Luke Tuck Alex or Tuck. Alex Tuck or something? And then they got uh, obviously Rasmus Dolan. Yeah, he's good. Tage Thompson too. He's gonna be a stud. Yeah, there's some, uh, there's, there's some young, there's jerseys. young guns on that team. Those jerseys Buffalo wore in that game are so sick. So sick. Toronto's not so much. Yeah, I totally agree. I like the navy of Toronto's, but they should have just had the normal logo on it. 
Like that tea was so stupid. I saw a, a meme it was, it was edited where, it, yeah, they turned it to <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. Yeah, what'd you guys think of Matthews bashing that guy's head in? Was it that was Darlene's head, right? Yeah. I, I don't. That was think a scumbag was fight. Yeah. You don't see don't... uh, you don't see Matthews lose his temper very often. Every once in a while, you see a superstar lose their lose their cool. It happens. Happened with Sid. Obviously, Ovechkin's had his fights. We've had we've seen McKinnon blow up a couple of times throughout his career too. Even Crosby too. Yeah. We've seen him retaliate. Yeah. I don't think he deserved two games for that though, because they're both kind of going it's at a, it. Even though he did, it's a, he went for the head with the stick. Two games, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's who he is. They have to yeah. set a standard because of who he is. They have to show, like, just because you're Austin Matthews, we're not going to let you slide on this. Yeah, no special treatment. Yeah. This is one. This is another award that I definitely want to talk about. I don't know if you guys have too much interest in on this. I'm uh, Mackie. I know you have kind of a personal relationship with one of these people, but the Calder Memorial Trophy, the the NHL Rookie of the Year. Obviously, I'll read off some of these odds. Uh, we'll get the insight on. We got Moritz Sider, the Detroit Red Wings, sitting at plus 100. Zegers sitting right behind him, tied with uh, another Detroit Red Wing. Uh, Zegers and Lucas Raymond sitting at plus 380. Uh, Michael Bunting, the Toronto Maple Leaf, uh, plus 650. And Jeremy Swayman, plus 1500. Tied with Anton Lindell at plus 1500. Any of those odds? Anyone have any interest in any of those? Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised Sider's still plus 100. He should definitely be in the minus by now. I mean, the guy's just laying it up. He's, Obviously, I'd like to see Trevor Zegers win it. Being I, I don't know, I used to play against him all the time. Yeah. But um, it's a pretty cool thing. But I don't see him winning it this year. He's had a hell of a year, but Sider's just lighting it up. I, I can't see how they don't give it to him. Yeah, the Red Wings being my team, other than the Penguins, I've obviously been rooting for... Uh, the future of the Red Wings team. I've been watching them build this, all these young guns they've been acquiring over the years. And Cider, the big body defenseman. Uh, Raymond, you know, the new uh, younger kind of scoring forward. This team is just looking very good in the future. Nadelkovic in net. I'm definitely excited for the future of this Detroit Red Wings team with all these young guns like this. But uh, for this conversation, I agree with you. I'm very surprised to see Cider still sitting at plus 100. I think he should be at least like. I know they're rookies and they could fall off at any point. Anyone can get hurt, but I think Sider should be at least minus 150 right now. I, I would tend to think you agree with me saying the same thing about the, him not being minus yet. Yeah, I want to backtrack this convo a little bit. You, you played with Zegris? Yeah, I mean, I've played against him for multiple times. He played for Mid um, Fairfield, which is a team like right right near me. And then he actually played in my high school hockey league his freshman year. So I played him in high school hockey too, which he just actually lit up. So I was going to say, how nasty was he? He <laughs> fucking, he didn't even score that much because like there was so much attention to him that he would just pass the puck and it would be like wide open back door. He, the guy just lit it up. He'd have like six points a game. Did, did he always have that personality like back in high school or the other league that you were talking about? Or was that something to the NHL kind of? No, nah, I mean he's always kind of been like that. Just kind of like laid back. Just like he he's like kind of. I saw a video of him. A little kid was like starstruck to see him, and he was like cracking up about it because like that's like brand new to him. And I mean, it's probably a cool experience for him to like have a kid like that just like look up to him and be like so starstruck by him. So 
He's always been a good dude. Dude, his uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I love watching the kid play, but his laugh runs me up a wall. <laughs> dude, he's just like what the NHL needed. I swear. But do you know what I mean about his? You laugh? can't hate the kid. Yeah, it sounds like a, it. Honestly, kind of sounds like a stoner. Laugh. And he like shakes his whole body. Yeah, <laughs> and his eyes get like mad. Yeah, like. Yeah. I remember there's a specific video I'm thinking of it, the skills competition when he's sitting there with Gibson and John Gibson says to him, I'll give you 500 bucks or however much money to go do the worm at center ice right now. And Zeger starts laughing and his like whole body's like fucking shaking like he's having a seizure. Oh, with Gibson at the All-Star game? I actually saw yeah, that. Yeah, you know the video I'm talking about? Like, why is this chest shaking? Yeah, he was, like, I need, he, laughs. I like he, was, he was like, I need a lot more than $100 for that. Yeah, yeah and then he starts laughing. He almost falls off the bench. He's like moving around so much he's laughing. He's not, even la- he's not even laughing that hard. He's like just like swaying back and forth. Did you boys watch the um, sandbaggers on YouTube with Spitting Chicklets? Is uh Biz and Wit versus Zegers and Caulfield? That, that one's fun. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too I big of a. I'm not too actually. big of a cool Caulfield fan. I don't know about you guys. I I mean I like him. He's alright. He's he's a stud too. He's just so small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. A little overhyped, but I think give him a few years, and especially with this new we'll coach, start to pan out. Of a Hall of Famer, small player. Yeah, St. Louis. That's that's not. Still can't believe that. Yeah, a lot of hype around Cole Caulfield beginning of the year, I think, and he didn't really show up to it. But I think you're right, JP. Give him some years, and he's got it. Anything else, NHL? March Madness round one coming to you this week, Thursday and Friday, round two, Saturday and Sunday. Super excited. I cannot wait for this year's March Madness. What do you guys think? Who do you, who do you guys got? Anybody in your brackets that you guys are thinking that's going to win it all? No questions asked. I think you're going to get a lot of people that are going to jump off the page and give you the favorite at Gonzaga. I'm not going to lie. I've had a couple. I've now made a couple brackets, and I don't see too many scenarios where Gonzaga gets upset uh, other than if, if it's fixed for Duke to beat them. I think if Gonzaga gets Duke, I believe it's the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. Um, I think that's prime for television. I, I really hope we get that Gonzaga versus Duke matchup and we can watch Coach K lose one last time on national TV to Gonzaga, who I think will eventually go on to, to win the March Madness tournament. The the way the way the bracket lines up, I don't see too many scenarios where they could get bumped out unless it's you know down down to the wire in the final four or in the national championship to a team like if they get there against Kansas or in Arizona is t- another team that I like. But as far as Cinderella stories, I'm not the guy to ask for that. I look more at the top of the bracket. I I, I want the, the good teams at the end of the tournament like obviously you're gonna have your team your people rooting for Loyola Chicago uh some of these other you know low low seeds because people want to bet a crazy money line I mean it happens every year uh go ahead you know shoot your shot for it can't happen if or you know you can't win it if you don't place it so do with that what you will but uh, I definitely think Gonzaga is the deserving favorite I think Holmgren and Timmy are going to get it done this year I, I got a little bit of a Cinderella story for y'all. And it's not going to be making to the Final Four or the Finals, 
But I got Chattanooga making it to the Elite Eight. I, I don't know why. I think it's a funny name. I, I I always just throw it out there with just a random ass team. You never know because they could be the next big story. As far as like the top teams go, I'm just gonna throw out my Final Four there. I know you guys all made your brackets already. I got Texas Tech and UCLA, and then Houston and Kansas. Damn. Not gonna go out and throw out my winner there, but. I always go with the lower seeds or like the say seeds like one through five, but I I don't always want to go with the number one seed just just to hop on the bandwagon because it it doesn't happen as often. As Where did think. you have Gonzaga losing? I had Gonzaga losing in the Elite Eight to Texas Tech. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I think was, I don't know. That was the, about that, Texas that was Tech. the scenario. Texas Tech losing in the one where I had Texas Tech beating Duke, if I'm correct, in the Sweet 16. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all fun and games looking at the bracket and picking all your picks, but when it comes down to it, it's everything's going to flip-flop. So I guess we'll find out starting tomorrow. Can't wait. The madness starts at noon. I'm off work. I'm pumped. I'm oh, you're, you're so lucky, dude. <laughs> I work. Like six. I took off tomorrow. I'm gonna miss a lot. Good day. Good day to take off there, Huff. I'm hyped. Mackie, who do you like, dude? If I was to go with an underdog, I don't know. I mean, no, no real underdog is gonna make it that far. Uh, A low seed. What? That's what I mean. That's like what I'm talking about. I lo- I really enjoy. I love March Madness because like all the stories, but I really really love March Madness from like the Elite Eight to the national championship. Yeah, I mean, two teams that I think could win it, or three teams I should I should say I think could, should could win it. One obviously being Gonzaga, if they play their best basketball, nobody's beating them. Two Kentucky, I think that team with Shibway down low can be the most dominant team in the country. They just got to obviously upset Gonzaga at some point. And then I think Kansas has it this year. I think the Big 12 is just such a hard division, and them coming out on top of it just proves how good they actually are. So you kind of you agree uh, with what I said, where I think Gonzaga could beat Kansas in the national championship. Yeah, definitely. I have Kansas winning it in one. I have Gonzaga winning it in another. <laughs> I, <do too. laughs> I think I think the – I think those could be. I also, I also like Tennessee. Tennessee can make the Final Four as well. Tennessee. One team I see with like a really low seed that I I think can make the Final Four or at least the Elite Eight is Florida. I also like Tennessee to make a run. Hey, Mackie, Florida. No, no, I meant to say Miami. I was gonna say was one gonna team. Say that Florida, I... they're in the NIT, dude. I know I was saying Miami, but I, I don't know. I just sidetracked. But Miami being a 10 seed, I think that they could – I think they have the the pass to let them get to the Elite Eight at least. I don't think Auburn's very good. I think them being a two seed, they're three and two against like top-ranked team or like top-10 ranked teams or something like that this year. I don't really think that uh they have the team this year. But uh Miami's good, dude. Can't disagree with you there. I do want to ask both of you, where did you have Arizona losing? All right, so at first I had them winning it all, and then I went back, and shit, let me go check. That's another team that I like. 
That's my three are Gonzaga, yeah, but... Arizona, Kansas. Not in that order. It would go Gonzaga, Kansas, Arizona. I got Arizona losing to Houston in the Sweet so 16. I figured you had them losing to, okay. Aki, same thing with you? No, definitely not. I have Houston losing in the first round. UAB has a player on their team. Yeah, he averages like 23 a game. He's dropped 40 already twice this year. Jelly Walker. All he's got to do is have one good game. Are we talking about again? Arizona? Every March, there's one guy. Yeah, I said, where'd you have Arizona losing? I I have them losing to Illinois in the Sweet 16. Kofi Cockburn. Yeah, I think I think Cockburn goes on a run this year just to like upgrade his draft stock. Uh, what do you think about Michigan? One of the, the I think they're the first game tomorrow. Do you think they can get a win? No, I think they're at first round exit. Really? But I agree. Uh, you know, it's a power it's a power five conference team going up against someone who doesn't really split, play that hard of a strength of schedule. So can't rule them out. Colorado but... State's nice every year. Not like really good. They are not good. like really bad. They're just nice every year. They are good. They got off to a really good start too, but uh, State, they've slowed down Colorado a little State's bit. A minus one that team is good. Yeah, I also. You, what do you think about that Loyola Ohio State matchup? I don't see Ohio State going out in the first round two years. I don't around. either. Too many people are on Loyola. Give me Ohio State. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and the the um there's like seventy percent of bets on Loyola, and the line moved opposite. So that's just you know, it's never. A good Another thing. game I want to get your opinion on, Richmond and Iowa, not necessarily who you have winning, but I do want to see who you like in this game spread-wise. Um, Richmond's getting 10.5 points, plus 430 on the money line. So. I, I, I love Richmond, plus 10.5. I, I legitimately think that they can win this game. I think that... I think- that team's running right now. I think now. my bracket, and I think I, with you guys, I think I have Iowa in the Elite Eight. I can't see it. I think that team's too streaky. I mean, it's March Madness. I'm, I'm taking that spread all day. As in Richmond, plus 10, or are you taking Iowa? Uh, Duke 10. hasn't covered. Yeah. Sure. Duke hasn't covered in the first round in the last seven years. Any value there? What's, uh, what's the spread? Like 18? Yeah. 18 and a half. It dropped. That team has so much to play for right now. I mean, they could blow it. They could. We can't let Shashevsky down in his last season. Friday. It would be amazing, but I want the. <laughs> you you want to see him fucking yeah, lose? Yeah, I don't like Duke, but I like Bancaro, but I don't like Duke. I love Bancaro. I think I he's sick. I want to see Duke play Gonzaga because that's my bracket, and I want to see Gonzaga win. But it would be so funny if Coach K lost in the first round of the tournament to CSU Fullerton. I I, I think they lose to I think they can lose to Davidson in the second round. I see Davidson winning first game. By the way, I I was just gonna say, what do you boys think of Michigan State? There, I, I got Davidson in the Sweet Sixteen. I don't I don't know what it is. I, I think they got it. I think it's a really popular bet too. I don't know why Michigan State's seven seed. Hockey like UAB plus three ten money line. I'm probably not gonna bet on it, but dude, that team is good. Are you going to bet any Cinderella dogs Thursday or Friday? Money line. I'll probably do like a like a two-leg parlay. Throw like a, a point two of a we unit on at, it. We should look at one. Just some fucking crazy shit. Like, 
you would do San Diego or South Dakota State. And uh, do South Dakota State and then. What? Oh, yeah, because they play. I forgot they play Providence. They're they're plus two. They're 14 seeds. Do you think Longwood has any chance of beating Tennessee? I know you like Tennessee late in the rounds, so probably not. Tennessee's good, man. Tennessee has a good team. They're underrated team. What if we did? I'm just looking now. I like North Carolina over Marquette. I like St. Mary's. Yeah, I'm looking right now, too. I like, I like I San Francisco over Murray State. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think, I don't know. That line's moving, though. Dude, you know who? Well, I know. Uh, Who's a dog? Jacksonville State. Fuck Auburn. First round. Yo, yo, yo. Listen. Yale, money line. We did those three, South Dakota State, San Francisco, and Yale. It's plus 4,000. South Dakota State's not worth it. There's no way you're betting on South Dakota State. Right. They, could, they could definitely win that game, but there's no value there. But then if you take San Francisco and Yale, it's plus 2,200. What about, what about Yale and Montana State? I was actually going to take Montana State for the longest time, and then I changed it because like, there's no way they're going to put up plus points. Plus but... 11,120. <laughs> What's so twenty to win what? That's what I would throw in. I'd throw twenty bucks. Give me like two grand. Give me two hundred bucks. Could you imagine? Yeah, well I'm not that lucky. I like, you I think like, uh you like think the, a two you think a two seed goes down? List me the two seeds, I'm not looking at my bracket right now. Auburn, Duke. Kentucky, Duke. Fuck, who's that fourth? Nova. Nova. I could see Nova losing. I think they're a little the weak this year. first round, you mean? Yeah, I'm saying I first think, round exit. Think... <sighs> what do you think the lowest seed is to, win, to lose a game? Like the, the highest seed is to lose a game? Mm, all right, now you're asking me questions. I got to look at the bracket. I have a six seed Alabama losing. I have Virginia Tech, an 11 seed winning. San Francisco, a 10 seed. I don't have any crazy. The highest double digit I have is a 10. What about like Vermont over Arkansas? A lot of people are saying that, but I've, I've rode Arkansas too. all year. I can't year. go against I, I like Arkansas. Arkansas. They made me some 20 this year. That's what I'm saying. I think Indiana beat St. Mary's. I think they match up well We're against them. We're on a them. team. We like Ohio State over Loyola, though, right? I do, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Talking spreads, I'm probably going to take... At least a half Ohio State. Ohio yeah. State. No, no, I wouldn't take that spread. I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm going to take probably Baylor minus 20. Big spread. And then Richmond plus 10 and a half. Gonzaga minus 23. I can't see Gonzaga not winning by 45. Maybe Providence plus minus two. Yeah, we'll have to see. Definitely stay tuned to the Instagram. We get into March Madness. We're definitely going to be having some picks out on the Instagram story. Uh, the TikToks, whenever they can get out, a little tougher to make those. Definitely stay tuned to the Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok uh, for all the picks that we have coming out in the next coming weeks with March Madness and the NHL, NBA too. We had an NBA pick tonight, so I don't know about you guys. That's all I got. 
Yeah, it was a good week. Good week. Yes, sir. Let's have a great week, Justin. Thank you for coming, sir. Boys, boys, it was a pleasure. I hope to be on again soon. Maybe when some playoff hockey comes around, have me on. Um, it was a pleasure and an honor. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Definitely going to have you back on, uh, get you on maybe going into the playoffs or as we start the first round of the playoffs. We're definitely going to want to get you back on, uh, talk some more hockey. Uh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, buddy. No problem, boys. Have a good Appreciate one, brother. It. Yes, everyone, let's have a great week this week. March Madness starting up, MLB spring training. Got a lot on our plate. Huff said it the best. Watch the Instagram, watch the TikTok. Got lots of picks coming out for March Madness. Round one and two this weekend. Let's hit it rolling. Let's go. And that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Hit the Books Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our various social media platforms. Instagram at hitthebooks.pod. Twitter at hitthebooks underscore pod. Website at hitthebookspod.com for all the latest on Hit the Books. And be sure to always study hard. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.